Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Terrio Media. Success in real estate has nothing to do with shiny objects. It has everything to do with mastering the basics. The three pillars of real estate investing. Attract, convert, exit. Matt Terrio has been helping real estate investors do just that for more than a decade now. If you want to make money in real estate, keep listening. If you want it faster, visit reiace.com. Here's Matt. All righty. Hello, and welcome to the Epic Real Estate Investing Show. Uh, it is the weekend. Hope you're having a good Saturday. And I just want to jump on here real quickly today to share with you something new, something brand new that's working for me. It's actually not brand new. It's something I used to do quite a while ago. Uh, but when the market shifted, it didn't, wasn't nearly as effective. But as I'm noticing nationally, uh, inventory is creeping up a little bit. Properties are selling not quite as fast. Still some really hot markets, still, still a lot of activity going on. But uh, seeing some slowdown and moving into a little bit more of a normal market, although I still think it is a seller's market. Uh, but I thought uh, I'd give something a try that used to work really well for me to see if it's not too early for it. And it turns out that it's not. I've uh, just moved to Las Vegas. I've been here about six months now. Born and raised in Los Angeles my entire life. And I've done a lot of investing outside of LA. In fact, almost all of it. We flipped a bunch of uh, short sales early on and made great money in Los Angeles. I think Los Angeles is a, is a great flip market. There's a lot of money to be made if you, if you can find the right opportunities. But it is really a terrible cash flowing market, particularly if you're looking exclusively at single family residences. You get some fourplexes and you can start getting some into some cash flowing opportunities. Uh, but multifamilies, I mean, there's such a high demand for it and the cap rates are so low that it's just really tough in California, Southern California, Los Angeles area to cash flow. And me being a cash flowing investor, I was always kind of sad that, uh, you know, I had to leverage other people's efforts and experience and leverage teams in other markets so I could actually become a cash flow investor and, you know, just build up that whole residual income portfolio for myself. And I just always wanted to get back in the streets and do it, but uh, I just didn't want to flip anymore. And so when I moved to Vegas, I got really kind of excited. I mean, we moved here because of the zero state tax. That was the biggest reason. The second reason, uh, which I didn't realize was going to be as big of an impact as it is, but uh, 
a lot less people, a lot less traffic. So I've really enjoyed that part of Vegas much more than, than I anticipated because, I mean, something's five miles away. I know it's going to be five minutes to get there. That wasn't the case in Los Angeles. That was a 20 to 30 minute drive if it was five miles away. Most of the day, like there wasn't even a rush hour. Here they got rush hour, of course, but, but uh, most of the day, it's smooth sailing. Anyway, uh, when I got here, I was, the third thing I was really kind of excited about was, wow, I get to get back in the streets. I get to get back and, and hitting the pavement and, and sitting belly to belly with sellers and, and doing deals. And so when I got here, I started to analyze the market because uh, property values are at least half for comparable properties uh, here in Vegas. And so I was like, okay, we got a better opportunity to cash flow. And as I did my analysis, the rents are a lot lower too, though. So the, the distance between the purchase price and what the property would rent for still kind of far apart to lend itself to a really good cash flowing market. But certainly a lot more uh, possibility here than there was in Los Angeles. So I started to tinker around a little bit and do some stuff. And uh, one of the things that I used to do, and I actually had a real estate investor approach me to do this for them before I was actually the investor executing the strategy. And anyway, this real estate investor had come to me and said, hey, this is what I want to do. I want to start making offers on properties that have been on the market longer than 90 days. And I want to present cash flowing type offers. And that was a long time ago where it wasn't so impossible to cash flow in Los Angeles. And, uh, but he had a very unique structure for it where he would offer a percentage down, a down payment, and then his payments would be half of whatever the rent was, whatever the projected rent would be. So he gave no regard to interest rate. He gave no regard to what they could get elsewhere. It was just, this is the deal that works for me, and you've been on the market for a while, and you know if it works for you, let's do it. So we can create a win-win scenario here. So I just remember that. And so we used to do that a lot uh, with threeplexes and fourplexes in Los Angeles. Mercedes and I did. And, but we haven't done it in a while because of the market, right? It's become such a seller's market and the inventory has been so low in most markets that there was no real opportunity or need for a seller to accept our offer. They didn't have to wait that long. So now that we're seeing this kind of, uh, um, it's a, it's a transformation in the market. I'm not going to say it's a shifting market. I'm not going to say it's it's about to blow up or the bubble's about to burst. Although we've been on a really good run for a, quite a while, that something is probably going to happen at some point here pretty soon, maybe a year or two at the, I, w- I would be thinking. But um, I, I like that. I want it to shift because a lot of the creative strategies that put me to where I am today, they work much better in that type of market. Alrighty, so... Let me get to the point. This is what I've been doing. I've been looking for properties on the multiple listing service here in Las Vegas that are owned free and clear, and they've been on the market for longer than 90 days, which is a long time in, in this market. If you're on the market for 90 days, something's up with your property. Either your price too high or there's something fundamentally wrong with the property, Something, something's going on. So I, through a real estate agent, I have been submitting these creative offers, okay? So we've been submitting 20% down and half of whatever the rent is, 100 payments of whatever half the rent is, and then full balance due on the 101st payment, which I think gives me, what, seven or eight years of 
interest, or excuse me, uh, principal-only payments. So it's taken me a while to find a real estate agent to work with to do this with because, uh, I mean, it's been almost as difficult to find a real estate agent as it has been to find motivated sellers that will work with me in this capacity because most people are going to say no. I mean, I already know this. Most of them are going to say no, just like with all of our marketing, right? I just need a real estate agent that gets that and understands that. And so I had moved here, had a friend that actually had a license here, and I introduced him or shared with him what I wanted to do that we're going to make a lot of money together. And he was like, okay, yeah, let's do it. And when it came down to the moment of truth, he, he bailed. Uh, he talked to his broker and said they didn't feel comfortable submitting that type of offer, which I thought was ridiculous. I mean, what, what do you mean type of offer? I'm offering to purchase the property just with terms. That's all. Like there's nothing, nothing shady going on here. But for one reason or another, they decided that it wasn't going to work for them. I was like, fine, I'll go find somebody else. So I found somebody on Craigslist that was selling seller finance properties, hit them up in they were entertaining the idea. We went and met, and I met at their office, and she submitted a, uh, about 20 of these offers for me, and they didn't get accepted. Like I told her, they wouldn't get accepted, right? I told you this up front that they weren't going to get accepted, and so she came back and says, hey, they didn't get accepted. I don't want to do this anymore. It's like, well, what? you could have told me that up front because I gave you what was going to happen up front. And so uh, I've been going around through different um, real estate agents, and I finally found a good one, someone that was actually contacted me off of Craigslist, and uh, real hustler. And I said, this is what I want to do. And they said, well, cool, let's do it. So we've been submitting these offers. And, and there's a key to this. I'll give you the key in a second. Anyway, in the last four or five months, we've gotten four of these offers accepted. And the, uh, what this is doing, like, it's, it's pretty amazing. And if you're thinking about where do you get the 20% down, I'll go ahead and figure that out for you because it's really a no-brainer. But... Um, I've got four of these accepted, and I want to get 20 by the end of the year. That's my goal. I want to get 20 of these by the end of the year. So I've put some cash down, and I've got principal-only payments. Those payments are half of what the rent is. So I'm receiving rent on these properties and paying it down. So I'm cash flowing because my payments are half the rent. So I'm cash flowing, but I'm also getting 100% pay down with the principal of every payment that I make. So the ROI, the return on investment, is through the roof. So my payments on all four of these, I don't know, we'll just keep the math simple, are right around 1000 bucks each. So what that means is I'm cash flowing about three, 400 bucks a month after, uh, after I've factored in all the expenses that go into running a property, about four or 500 bucks a month, but my net worth is growing at $4,000 a month. So I'm making about $400, $500, let me clarify, four to $500 per property. So I've got cash flow coming in for about two grand. But my net worth is growing by four grand a month because of the principal pay down. So I'm cash flowing and building wealth. So it's, it's something I'm really excited about. And I'm kind of hoping that the market settles a little bit because it's going to work even better. Alrighty. So if you want to duplicate this, if you want to do this, if you're in an area where typically across the nation, when a property hits, the market value hits about 150. $150,000. So that's a big part of the Midwest and the South. Once it goes past that, it starts to get kind of difficult for those properties to cash flow. Cause just cause the, the rent doesn't keep up with the value of the property. So my market, I'm looking at houses that are like 250 to 300, which are far greater than, it's far greater price than where that whole cash flowing system breaks down. So 
I'm looking for about $300,000 properties. I'm offering 20%. So I'm offering 60 grand down. And these $300,000 properties are renting between 1600 and 2000 bucks a month. So far from cash flowing. They don't even come close to meeting the 1% rule. But I'm still making them cash flow with this offer. So that's the structure. So I'm offering the first offer that I'm submitting. It's 20% down. And then I figure out what the market rent is for that house. I offer 100 payments of whatever that is. So if it rents for two grand a month, I'm offering 100 payments of $1,000, full balance due on the 101st payment. That's the first offer. So that's just the blanket offer that we're giving to everybody. So I am incentivizing my agent. I am giving my agent 20 bucks per counter offer that we receive. $20 per counter offer that we receive. And I'm giving them 500 bucks for every offer that gets accepted whether I close or not. And so why would I do this? Well, because I'm making a lot of money doing it. All I want, so, so for my agent, and you might have to go through a few agents to, uh, to do this with you, but your agent has to kind of, see, it's agent talking to agent. It's not me personally submitting the offer to the agent or the seller. It's agent talking to agent. And agent talking to agent have a very different conversation than buyer talking to seller. So, I got, had to coach up the agent a little bit. And like I said, this is probably why it took me a while to find a good one. But I had to coach up the agent a little bit so they could, they got to do a little bit of selling, right? So they call up their fellow real estate agent that's representing the, the property and say, hey, I saw you've got this property. I've got a buyer for it. Um, it's not a ideal offer. I'm sure you're looking for something different, but it is a full price offer. And I see that you've had this property on the market for a while. And so I'm going to send this over. It involves some seller financing and some terms, but it is full price. It is a real offer and it will close. So the whole point of that salesmanship is if you were just to send this straight over, your agent was to send it over to an agent, just like in an email, like, like most agents do, um, it'd probably get rejected, probably wouldn't even get looked at because most agents have never seen anything like this before. So you got to kind of prep them a little bit. You got to say, hey, you got this property. It's been on the market for a while. We're in a really hot market right now. You can sell that up a little bit. That, uh, you know, this is a seller's market and you've got this property for like 90 days. This has got to be a pain in the butt. Well, here's what I got. I've got an offer. It's a full price offer. And uh, it's not what you're looking for probably, but it is a real offer and it will close. So why don't you just, I'm going to send it over and go ahead and present it to the seller and get back to me. And, uh, you know, if, if they want to counter, we're certainly open to that. But uh, here's the offer. Right, so they left the door open for the counter and everything. So that's what the, the agent has to do. And he's had to do this a lot, right? I think we've, there are like almost 200 properties that fit this description. So these properties, and I think I might have skipped this one element of this whole thing. They've been on the multiple listing service for more than 90 days, and they're owned free and clear. Okay, so there was a lot of those here. There's like almost 350 of those that fit that criteria. So I think we submitted like 250 of those offers, and we've got four accepted. So that's what you need. So if you're in a market that uh, where it's difficult to cash flow, and you could probably play because every play in a different area of the market than everybody else is playing, and just by executing this one little strategy or implementing the strategy. But uh, you need properties that have been on the market for longer than 90 days. You need properties that are owned free and clear or high equity would probably work as well. And then you need an agent that's willing to play this game with you, that's willing to work the numbers for you, 
right? And so I compensate them because I know it's going to be a lot of work. I know they're going to get a lot of no's. They might even get laughed at or ridiculed by their fellow agents. So I'm taking all that into account. So I want to make sure that they're compensated for it. So this is what has happened. We've gotten four of these deals and only one of them ended up being a principal-only deal. Okay, only one of them ended up being a principal-only deal. The other three came back with counter offers with interest rates, like between four, five, six percent uh, of what the uh, seller was willing to carry back. And so I got, I didn't accept their counter. I countered back with one percent interest for three years. And then I upped their percentage by one point, whatever they offered. If they countered back with a 4% interest, I countered back with 1% for the first three years. And if they counter back at 4%, then I'll give you 5% for years four through eight is what we're offering. So if this fits your market, then it might be something you want to try. Okay, but understand, it's just like all the other lead generation strategies. You're going to have to work the numbers and you're going to need a real estate agent, a licensee that's willing to work those numbers with you. Now, let's talk about the down payment, right? So I'm offering 20 percent and I'm probably going to start adjusting my now that I'm getting these accepted, I'm getting counter offers. I'm probably going to start pulling that back down to 15 percent and then 20 or excuse me, back down and then down to 10 percent because, you know, if. I'm getting a lot of these accepted, then I'm probably paying too much for them, even though they're smoking, smoking deals. So I'm not too concerned about that right now. But if you are, this is what you need to look at. If you need to borrow, say, 50 grand, right, for your down payment, because you just got one of these accepted, and you are going to cash flow three, four hundred bucks a month, and you've got a thousand dollars a month in principal pay down, so your net worth is growing by a thousand dollars. At 50 grand, five, let's see, 50,000 times, say if you paid 8%, right? 8% to somebody, you know, just be aggressive. Give somebody 50, or excuse me, 10%. So 50,000 times 0.1 divided by 12. So that's 400 bucks a month. Okay, so that kind of kills your cash flow in that scenario. You could pay for that, but your net worth is growing by $1,000 a month. It's at least good enough terms for you to take down the property so you control it, run some principal pay down for a little while, and then go do a traditional refinance out of it. And then you can pay the person back, and now you've got control. Because a big part of leverage is not only maximizing your ROI, it's your ability to get control of things that you wouldn't be able to otherwise Getting the uh, or having the ability to get control of real estate and experiencing all the benefits of full ownership without you having to come in with all the money to do it. So just kind of look at all of that. I mean, everyone's situation is going to be a little bit different, uh, but to me, that's a smoking opportunity, and I will take those. I'll take 10 a week. I will go find the money for that. There's no shortage of people out there that are willing to take 10% return, 8% return, on small amounts like that that are secured by real estate that have smoking terms in place. Alrighty, so just letting you know what, what I'm doing over here and what's working, and I think it's going to work even better as the market continues to evolve and through its normal cycles that we, we all expect and that we've all seen in, historically. But uh, consider that. 
So let's sum it up. Here's what you need. You need access to these properties. And what I've been using is PropStream. Uh, you can get access to all of this MLS data, whether you have a license or not. If you go to PropStreamEpic, PropStreamEpic.com, you can get a seven-day free trial and you can pull down some lists and some names and give it a shot right away. Alrighty, before you even have to pay anything. So go to PropStreamEpic.com. I arranged for you to get a seven-day free trial there. So you can pull down some names and start this. So you need that. You need the data. Second thing you need is an agent that's willing to cooperate and do the work with you. Now that is, sounds relatively easy to do, but it's not. Real estate agents, they're up in their own way, own head. They, they work within a small little box and it's really tough for them to see outside of that. So you gotta find someone that's willing to do the work. I mean, just think about the person that passed this up, right? My friend even that, that were here and decided he didn't want to submit one offer. And he hasn't been a real estate agent for very long, but having been a real estate agent myself, I know what four sales in a couple months for a brand new real estate agent would mean to his income, what it would mean to his boss, what it would mean to his reputation and his, you know, and just his ego inside of the office, not to mention his bank account, right? So, but you got to find someone that can actually see that. He didn't see it and neither did the next few. And it took me a minute before I found one. So you need that. So you need the data and then you need the agent. Then once you got the agent, you got to coach the agent up a little bit. Alrighty, you got to coach the agent up a little bit and uh, let them know they can't just fire this off passively through email. They've got to call, pick up the phone and call the agent and explain the situation and sell this opportunity. Now still, be prepared. You're going to get mostly no's. Most of them. And let the agent know that. Set their expectations appropriately as well. But we're only looking for the ones that accept. And for cash flowing properties... In a growing market like the one, uh, like, like Las Vegas, that have either principal only or 1% loans on them, and that are cash flowing, it's worth it. It's worth all of the rejection. Do you know what that's going to do? If I hit my goal, and I will, I'm going to get 20 of these by the end of the month, or excuse me, by the end of the year. That means every single month, my net worth grows by an extra 20 grand. of principal pay down per property times 20, 20 grand a month, not counting the cash flow, not counting the tax benefits, not counting all that fun stuff that goes along with real estate. So just consider that. Then once you get the offer accepted, you can compensate them for uh, their counter offers and getting offers accepted if you want. I just chose to do that because I wanted to keep them motivated, particularly I ran into a few um, unmotivated agents up front. So that's why I offered that. And then uh, once you get the offer accepted, now you can go look for the money. If you get one of these offers accepted, it's a smoking ROI. If you can't find the money for that deal, then uh, you need to expand your network because there's no shortage of money in the system for a deal like that for such small little amounts of money. Alrighty, so take that with what, uh, however you want. I'm just letting you know what I'm doing right now and what is working for me. And I see it only working better as we move into the future. So, uh, yeah, now you know. Now you got to uh, do what you know. Alrighty? So that's it for today. God bless to your success. I'm Matt Terrio, living the dream. Yo. Take care. Yeah, yeah, we got the cash flow. Huh. Yeah, yeah, we got the cash flow. Yeah, yeah, we got the cash flow. You didn't know, homeboy, we got the cash flow.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.